Welcome to the Chicago Bears Podcast. A presentation of ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Here's your host, Pat, the designer. Bird on Bears fans, we got a full house in the building today for a Friday schedule reaction edition of the Chicago Bears podcast. Carmen Yurk are in the building, host of the Carmen and Yurko show. Boys, what's going on? I got him. Uh, I'm not as optimistic as most. I got him 15 and two. So. 15 yeah. and two. Not as optimistic. You go, Kevin, you you're put going a all in. 15 and two. You're going all in on most this. Most people have. Uh, you put a and couple one. of losses in there. I, I got him nine and eight, 10 and seven. Nine and eight, ten and seven. Yeah, I mean it could be uh, obviously eight and nine, but I think they're in that range, eight to ten, somewhere right there. Got a good start. And I think to- that's being realistic. Sorry, Pat. No, you're all good. Got a good start to the pod. We got the predictions already. We're going to talk about how this schedule lays out for the Bears this season. Also, what are our early expectations? You've heard some of them here, but really, realistically, before the bye, how do we think this team is going to end up mm. being? Uh, should the Bears be a playoff team? Should they be in the hunt? For being a playoff team. We'll talk about that. And then finally get into plans for opening weekend of Bears Packers. Anything special planned? We'll talk about all that and more mm. on today's episode of the Chicago Bears podcast. Make sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the page. Let's get into the show. First quarter. First quarter. All right, boys. Um, Bears have a really, when the schedule came out, the most important thing for me was the layout of the schedule. Yeah. How these teams fell, where guys were going to be, how things were, what team we were going to have before, after the buy, when the buy hits. And I'm not going to lie. When I saw how things start to lay out, I see some early tests, but I don't feel like the schedule is insurmountable. What were your thoughts on the Bears schedule when you saw it? Do you think that this is a favorable schedule for the Chicago Bears? Yeah, I mean, I think it is. Uh, I know three of their first five games are on the road, and it's never, as Yurko will always tell you, it's never easy winning on the road in this league. But home field advantage, for whatever reason, over the last couple of years, uh, the margin is really shrunk. Um, It certainly did in the COVID year. You understand that there were no fans in the stands. But we even have more data, not just the COVID year, that indicates – Home field advantage, the margin continues to get smaller and smaller, and no longer does Vegas just sort of bake in that old three-point line. That is a thing of the past. Yes. It is not three points anymore. Especially it's much lower than that. Field. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what stands out real quick, guys? I mean, that in the first two weeks in the look-ahead lines, the Bears are favored. Yeah. And they weren't favored, period, that often the last no, couple they're, years. They're they, bad. they haven't been a favorite against the Packers since the opener in September of 2019 coming yeah. off their division win. They lost that game. That was that ugly week one loss, 10, yeah. to, 10 to 3. So it's the first time in a long time they've been a favorite against the Packers. You understand why. They go to Tampa in week two with Tom Brady being gone. Again, you probably understand why. They're a small favorite there. Um, so I think uh, I think it plays out okay. Look, they've got the fifth easiest schedule uh, as we you know start the 2023 season, and that's based off of not last year's win totals don't okay. ever go off of the previous I was years say, i think previous year strength of schedule is like 0.49 don't seven, ever do that like don't that. ever okay. go off of the previous year's record go off of the vegas projected win totals mm. you will end up being much more accurate go off of vegas's projected win total so all their opponents and what vegas projects for each of their opponents in terms of wins and base your strength of schedule that way and if you do it that way and that's the smart way to do it it's the way pro gamblers do it the Bears have the fifth easiest schedule uh, in the NFL. When I take a look at it, I look at the four or five on the road starting October 29th yeah. through the 27th. That's going to be their tough stretch. Yeah. You go play the Chargers. I don't care how good I think the Bears are. They're going to go to the Chargers. They're going to get beaten. 
Then you go to New Orleans, which is a winnable game. You come home and play a pitiful Carolina Panthers team that mm, might be pitiful. the second worst team in football. Why is Carolina the second worst team in football? I just oh. think they are. I just think they that's won what seven games. Last year. I was going to say they I saw I saw a projection this year for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. They had them at three and fourteen. Man, early I projection. Love it. I would love it. Early projection. I love it. I hope so. That's an early projection by somebody from Carolina filling the out Bears. their chart. Yeah. Wow. All right. Even adding Thielen, still right. having Burns. And all but that. at that's home, I think that's a victory. Then you go to Detroit, you go to Minnesota. Yeah. So that that's your four or five game stretch that's going to be ugly. So before then, yeah. before then, that's when you got to do your work. I told you in 2018, they were three and three. And you go back historically, this team usually gets off to a three and three, three and four, four and three start yeah. in the first six, seven games. They right. do. They have. Historically. True. Then either you get hot or you go cold. They went cold last year. They got hot in 2018. Right. So to me, they've got to get hot early. They could be four and two, four and one through those first five or three and two. Then you get the Vikings and the Raiders at home before you go on. So you need to get you need to get your victories early if you're going to be competitive throughout. And then find a way to steal some stuff on the road when you go on the road. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, you can't go through it going win, 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 win. Yeah. I'll go through it in f- games of five and see what you can get. You know, the first five go through the second five. Then after that, depending upon what type of team you are and whether you're building momentum or not, that's when you really start stringing wins together. We saw that wins or losses. Yeah, yeah we yeah. saw it last year. A lot of teams string some wins to make the playoffs at the end of the year. And a lot of teams that were sitting there at six and three and seven and three and found a way to miss the playoffs. So hundred percent. I yeah. mean, the Titans, right? Like we we talked sure. about the Titans at the beginning of the season, like they the, were the gonna tank. G- gonna be dominant, and then it just it dropped out. Look at the Jets. Yeah, well, man, the, the Jets. Though. <laughs> I mean, they, they were what yeah, were they seven and three? They were seven and three. They were seven and three. One of the best was, teams in football. Was, was, Everybody was doing it. Meantime, what was Jacksonville? Three and seven. Three and, and three, made the playoffs. No. Three and seven. Right, and got to the playoffs. Two and six somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's here's what I will say, and, and this is the part of the schedule that I noticed immediately. And it, it's there's certain teams that I was like, I would have liked that a little later in the year, maybe. Your your de- offensive line is going to have to figure out real quick what's going on week two. <laughs> that defense, what no matter what we think about Tampa, no matter what that we think about the quarterback, line, play, yeah. Is still really good. You still got Vita Vea, Akeem Hicks still down there, right? JPP, you still got. Uh, um, they add in Kalijah Kansi, yes, who I loved out of Pittsburgh. Yes, they like they, that defensive line is still really stout. Guess what? You, your line is going to get tested very early on. Then two weeks later, yeah, you got the that, Broncos yeah, got coming Broncos. in. You know what I mean? And and the week after that, you Washington. got Washington. Like this is this is going to be a we're going to know right away what this Bears team is going to look like offense. Well, you're going to face some pass rushers, yeah. and even when you go to Kansas City. Um, you're right about that. You're going to face some pass rushers early on, and let's see how this O-line holds up. I think it's a good point. I think post-buy, their schedule is honestly pretty favorable, and if they can get six wins in yeah. their first 12 games, like there's no reason. Now, maybe that's maybe that's being a little bit overly optimistic. Even if they have, let's say, five wins at the bye, like they should be one of those in-the-hunt teams that yeah. Yurko always talks about. You've got the Lions at home out of your bye, uh, you're on the road at Cleveland. You got Carolina in a December game at home. I mean, come on. A December game at home against Carolina. Yeah. You got the Falcons at home. I don't think the Falcons are a particularly good football team. And then at Green Bay to end it. So, you know, those last five, you potentially, if you're playing well, if you're peaking, like Yurko said, they will be an in-the-hunt team. If you if you get to your bye, if they get to their bye with five wins, they, they'll be in one of those in-the-hunt teams, I think. 
it, it here's here's what I'll ask. Uh, so when you look at this schedule, do you feel like this is a favorable schedule for where the Bears are in their rebuild? Yes. I think that this when we when we see kind of how it's laid out, right, like this could have gone bad, right? Like in my mind, I was like, the NFL is going to screw us. We're going to get Chargers, Chiefs, sure. Broncos, yeah. all, all five games in a row. The fact that it's spread out, right, like even the losses that I see in this schedule right now, I mean, I like I'm probably being really optimistic. I'm still sticking with their floor is seven, their ceilings 10. Yeah, but I can see 11. I can mm. see how you can get there, right? Because of how things lay out, right? The Cardinals at the end of the year, I, in my mind, it's like that could be a loss, but also Kyler Murray, I believe, will be back by then. By then, but he's got to come to Chicago off of an injury. He's coming to Chicago off an injury in that's the Christmas Eve game, right? Christmas, right? yes. I mean, that's Christmas that Eve. Is that is yeah, Cardinals. Before. Yeah. No, that is Christmas Eve. Yeah. Right? That's Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Yep. The, yeah, I mean, come on, you know. There's, there's, now we've had some pleasant Christmas weather, I guess, the last few years. I, I you know, if it's a fifty degree day, it changes. But if you yeah. get a more normal December twenty fourth weather day, late in the day too, right? That's the isn't that a oh no that isn't yeah that's a three twenty five three twenty five sun's down yep within the first what uh, twenty by the end of the Probably first quarter the, end of the first quarter sun's down yeah. like you know that that that's. I, bare weather, I get it. It's largely a myth, but sometimes you have to look at the situation, look at the, the opponent, and think, yeah. "Hey, we've got a built-in advantage yeah. that we, you know, here." So it, it depends on the team, right? Like bare weather does play a part. We we saw that when the Rams came here, when the Rams were and unstoppable, were and like you saw them on the oh, sideline, yeah. and, and they're bundled up, just like please, God, just I was the at game that in. game, yeah, you know, and the, so were uh, Abdallah and Black, and they said, "Oh, wasn't that cold." Yeah. Now nah, I was at the game. It was cold. Well, it was cold were for you, the Rams. It was were, cold. were you drinking enough? Is the question. Well, I was drinking, but I obviously <laughs> wasn't drinking enough. And when you're standing still, it becomes even worse. And when you're standing on concrete, it that's becomes even, even worse. worse. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst. Listen, I, I've been there, boys. Uh, you're, uh, what What are your thoughts on on kind of how this this schedule is going to affect the players on the field? Right. Like like I said early on, you've got. Tampa Bay, you've got Kansas City, who's got a decent pass rush. You've coming got the Broncos. It, no, see, I mean, coming out of it, everybody thinks they can win everything. You know, you come out very positive. You yeah. come out thinking that you're going to be able to conquer the world. Um, you know, as far as the challenges to the offensive line, they've addressed the offensive line. Right. So, yes, you know, playing in the NFL is a challenge. Playing teams, are it's going to be a challenge. You're not going to get a patsy or a patsy off a, a defensive line. Yeah. You know, uh, every week you you you're paid to stop the guys that are across from you. Yeah. So I, I don't concern myself so much with the defensive lines that they're going to be able to face. It'll be about the execution of the offense. I heard you ask Courtney Cronin yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, you know, is it the more pressure on Luke Getzi or the quarterback, or will the blame lie one way? Well, first of all, it's too early to lay blame and or you know uh, throw anything out there or act. The season's yeah. got to play out. Yeah. You got to see it play out. You got to see what's happening. Who will, who won't perform before you can go ahead and start assessing blame and laying blame. Um, again, early on, they're going to be all psyched up. The, 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 the more they stay closer to 500, yeah. one game above, even one game below, the better off it will be for this team long term and for the season. If they come out of the gates and they struggle and they're one and four, oh, yeah. Okay. That's guess right. what? This has, got, this has got a chance with a young quarterback, with a young team. Um, with coaching staff that you know obviously hasn't been able to pull anything out of it, where this could thing this could go sideways right away. Yeah, I don't see that happening. So I see him in the first five going three and two. I see him in the next five going three and two. 
Or is that the tough stretch where they're on the road? That's a tough stretch. Maybe That's two a tough three. stretch. You got maybe you, two and three. Yeah. So I see them five and five after ten, with seven games left. Well, then you're in. And the hopefully hunt. they're figuring out what's happening, what's yeah. going on. You know. You, you got to perform. Yeah, all these guys, Chase Claypool, got to perform. Mooney, got to perform. Yeah. Uh, DJ Moore, got to perform. Yeah. Is it incumbent upon the quarterback and the offense coordinator to put the guys in the best position to play? Absolutely. They're all dependent upon each other to get this thing going in the right direction. You everybody know, needs everybody else. You know the advantage they got in the schedule? The Tampa game is in week two. Yeah. Yeah. Yurko will tell you your oh, body, my. their body is still a little bit more acclimated to the weather you're going to experience. Right. You you get that game in October, camp. November. Yeah. And you're, I mean, you're for December. years or yeah. December has talked about it. And that is, I mean, I, I, I factored that into yeah. my handicapping for years right. when Yurko first said it. And I thought about, it, I'm like, wow, that's a really good point. And I was at, are we allowed to swear on this podcast? Yeah, you are. I, I was on that. I was in that Tampa stadium two years ago when they were there late October. Yeah. And, you know, it's cool here. It's, it's cool here. And we were down there and the sun came out and it felt like we were on the surface of the fucking sun. Right. Now, granted, like we were in the last row of the cooking. stadium. You were cooking. I, I was worried for our, you know, it was me, Sylvie and Danny and our three boys. Yeah. And Danny and Sylvie went to get concessions and it was me and the boys. I literally was for a few minutes concerned about their safety. I'm like, I've got to get them in some fucking shade. Yeah. yeah. We're going to we're in the bear sideline and the visitor sideline. Yeah. Is, is cooking is in, in that sun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is so, miserable, and that's so that's it. an advantage. Miami, when a little bit more acclimated. Tampa, yeah. and to a lesser extent, Jacksonville. But Jacksonville can get cooler in December and January because it's six hours north of Miami, and it's about three and a half yeah. hours north of of Tampa Bay. It's still hot and muggy. Yeah, I mean, no, it, it gets hot and muggy. But those two, you get Buffalo <laughs> down there it, late, late in the year. Seattle, Minnesota it has to go down to Tampa or it has to go down to Miami. Oh, I know it. where the wagers go. That way too, right? Like they've got the yeah, stadium. Yeah, they got it protecting where... themselves. Yeah, so yeah. does Tampa. The Hard Rock Tampa Casino. does, Tampa too, does yeah. too. The sun is setting, yeah. and the visitors are in the, sh the 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 home team's on the sideline where the sun's going down on yeah. the west side of the stadium, yeah. and and the the, the visiting team. I mean, I, I You're can't. Exposed. We're cooking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could. It was late October. Yeah. We're yeah. in shorts and t-shirts, yeah. and the, the the boys are sitting there, and I'm like, I got to get them out of here and get them some water. We need to right. find shade. And we yeah. got Denver before maybe Sean Payton can get everything implemented at Denver, True. you know, before his system can get implemented. Yeah, yeah he's got the offseason. Denver's I know. week four, yeah. That's but it's a, a you get it. You hope it's the it's the Denver that struggles, yeah. you know? Yeah. You don't need the magic of Sean Payton to get these guys going a little bit too early. I've, so. I've never seen him do a bad job with a quarterback, and he's got a guy that's got a Hall of Fame yeah, career I. coming into it. I, I, well, I, I, I For I mean, me, but the, a guy that was terrible last year. Yes, yes. A, I, guy, a guy that was terrible, a guy that they thought was going to turn Denver around, but he went to Denver and whatever type of leadership he thought he was going to give him yeah. and whatever philosophies he brought with him, yeah. it did not catch with the players. Listen, whether you like it or not, it does not matter what you did with Seattle. You've got to win the players in Denver over now. Yeah. And the way he was doing it was not winning the players over. Yeah. Right? You got to become a just a guy, a dude. Well, I think you got to find a way to become embraceable and then to embrace somebody else. And the, the way he was going about it was not the correct way. Well, I think I think that's just kind of who he is, right? Like we heard Beast Mode talk about mm -hmm. that. And he and he literally said he's like, I gotta go through like his agent who's gotta go through the PR team for me to just say hi to him. And and uh, well, Pat, that's a problem. Pat McAfee was breaking it down. He's like, I can FaceTime Peyton Manning right now. Like if, that shouldn't be the case. No, I'm the punter. Right. But that's <laughs> the that's be. the dilemma. Yeah. So that's him though. Yeah. That that's the individual. That's the guy. Yeah. He's the guy that's got to make the adjustment. Everybody doesn't need to adjust to him. 
He's the one that needs to make the adjustment for everybody else. Well, let's hope that it, that works out for us. I do well, want to get after, into this. After they play the Bears. After right, they play yeah. the Bears. Well, yeah. I said, works out for us. Right, right. I said, let's yeah. hope that works out for us. That they're no, still Russ, ironing Russ, out the case. Keep, keep right. struggling, Russ. Please yeah. keep struggling. Because uh, yeah, I hope every I hope 31 other quarterbacks struggle and Justin Fields is the only one that figures it out. That's what I love to hear. Let's get into this second quarter because I do want to get into this, right? Like second quarter. Realistic breakdown here. Your kind of gave his. He's got him five and five through ten. When we get to the bye here, what are your expectations on the Chicago Bears? Where do you think that they should be before heading into these last five games? If they're five and seven, like I said, I, I you know I think that puts them in a somewhat decent position over their last five games. Um, at le- at the very least, to make it interesting, where they're gonna be in that graphic week to week is in the hunt in the NFC. Yeah, let's face it, the NFC we know is uh, not it's nearly terrible. as dominant, it, and it's, it's going to be a little yeah. bit more wide open. And if you're you know banging around eight wins, you might have a shot. Yeah. And if you can be five and seven through your first twelve games, have your buy and then play three of your final five at home, like, you know, if you win those and sneak a game on the road, guess what? You're talking about a team that might make the playoffs. Right. So, I, you know, if if they can be five and seven or better, I, I don't know. Does that sound about right to you guys? Would we be happy with that? <sighs> six and six is where I have. You want six I, and six? I, okay. I, would, I, would, I mean, you're asking realistically six and six. Okay. What, yeah. what I would be happy with, I can't say I wouldn't be happy with five and seven, right? Because here's the thing. My expectation is that there's going to be still some things that people are going to have to work out. I don't expect this defense to actually be able to stop anybody right away. I I think, right, like everybody's talking. But they're better than they are last year. They are. But better than they were last year automatically. Yeah, but even but even week two, right? Like we've kind of written off ba- we've kind of written off Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield still got a really good offensive line down there in front of him. He's still got Tom Brady's offensive line standing in front of him. Yeah, and they but that was a dilapidated that was a dilapidated offensive line last year. And they're moving Worfs over. Yeah, too, right? they're moving I mean, So they, they're still a work in progress. And I don't know if their center's ever going to come back and right. be the same guy that he once was if he didn't retire in the offseason. So I, I just. I can't say five and here's the thing. I feel like the first 12 games of the season, there's some games on here where I look at them. I'm like, that might be That's probably a loss, right? The the Vikings game to me, week six, I feel like that's probably a loss. I think the Vikings are going to come in here and be on a little bit of a roll. I like the offense. I like Justin Jefferson. I don't know if I like the entire offense, but Uh, I I can still see that being a win. I could. I can't guarantee that that's a win. So I could see them flipping it one way or the other. Six and six to me doesn't seem out of the realm of possibility. But that's the dilemma. I mean, they're going to win games they shouldn't win. They're going to lose games they should win. Yeah. So that's why I break it down in fives. Yeah. Break it down in fives and say, okay, three and two, two and three. And then you got to pick it up and put it down and you got to figure it out in the last seven games. By, by, I still have six and six, which means they've got five games left. Right. And they got to find a way to get to nine or 10 to be able to win that division. And I do not have the faith in Minnesota. Uh, going thirteen and four again, they're no. going to correct. No, they're going to get either ten, 10 and nine. Seven. That's what. Think about say. all the, yeah. the the one score yeah. victories. Like oh, yeah. there, there's probably going to be some sort of. We correction. broke it down. Yeah, yeah. it's obviously. Well, it was crazy two what years ago. Seven, and, right? And Green Bay is going to be as awful as it is because their money comes to them next year. Their dead cap hit with Aaron Rodgers is absorbed this year. Next year is when they get the influx of money that they can go ahead and spend. So this year for them is just kind of middling around seeing what they can, what they can't do. Yeah. Getting a high draft pick. 
Yeah, and Detroit, <laughs> Detroit's got to find a way to replicate what they did last year. I mean, they're not going to go fifteen and two this year not because they were red hot either. last yeah. year. They're eight and two in their final ten. Yeah, I, yeah, they're not surprised. They surprise anybody. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Detroit finishes right where they finished last year. Um, I wouldn't because either. of the schedule, because of the increase in difficulty in your schedule coming into this season. Teams now know yeah. what to look for. They lost They're a couple of Kansas guys City. due They're, to a yeah. little bit of sure. a, you know rolling the dice. Yeah. Yeah. They're losing. They're losing yeah, right. against Kansas City. <laughs> Right, opening day, they're losing. I would think. Yeah, they're about. They're a seven. They're about a touchdown yeah. underdog. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, not going to be a victory. I don't think so. In Andy Reid uh, with you know extra time. I mean, yeah. you, have, you remember the the record for Andy with extra oh, yeah. time? It's and, oh, yeah. and really, they, the, the biggest problem that they had coming into last season, they didn't address. They didn't have anybody standing next to Aiden Hutchinson. Did they really address that this offseason? Well, the, well, hold on. The guy uh, in the Houston, final eight games. Yeah, the rookie from last year. Justin final Houston. seven games had eight sacks. Yeah. Houston had uh, eight seven, sacks. I think. Wasn't it yeah. seven, York? I think? No, seven it was or eight. eight. Maybe it was eight, eight sacks in the final seven games. Yeah. So, and Hutchinson was the one. I, I assume he's going to be better in his second year than he was in his first. Right. Yeah. But the one thing he did do, especially against the Bears, is he didn't go anywhere. Yeah. He he was smart enough to play his position. He's smart, not to not to bite, not to take the bait, not to do anything. And he just sat there. And though Justin Fields is a wonderful athlete and should be able to run away, not when the guy doesn't bite. Yeah. And you got to give their defense a ton yep. of credit because not allowing Fields to make plays with his legs benefited Detroit against the the Bears last year. So, but they got that Houston kid now. Let's, I mean, we'll they do see. got something. It, it's they address their defensive backfield. I'm not a huge believer yet because, like, to me, I want to see it again. I, yeah. you know, you're going. I don't love Jared Goff. The numbers were yeah. very good at home. There's no doubt. But if you told me, yeah, they were still just a nine or a ten win team, I'd very much believe it. And yeah. I don't think they're so dominant that they're running away. I don't think anybody in the NFC North is running away with the division. No, I really right. don't. No, I, I think they will it'll all be have a mediocre shot. division. I think so. I think we'll the all have a shot, the conference in general, other than the Niners. In the Eagles, the Niners are a curious case, too, because of the quarterback situation. But I get that the depth and the talent and the defense are all fantastic. Yeah. Um, really, other than the Niners and the Eagles, like, who are we totally sold on? The Cowboys will probably be pretty good again. Giants, maybe. I love the coach. I don't think I love the quarterback there either. Maybe Yurko's been talking about the Rams. Maybe the Rams bounce back. Well, I said if I was going to put a wager on anybody, right, I would, would put a wager Rams, on yeah. the Rams. But being able to bounce back, getting Aaron Donald back, getting Cooper yeah, Cup back, yeah, getting a healthy uh, Matt Stafford back, yeah, I'd have more faith in them being able to replicate something they've done before than I would have faith in anything else. Just other than those top two teams that I think we can identify, I just it's it really is a it's very a mediocre, shoot. wide open, right? It's crapshoots, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. think there's a, there's a lot of opportunity for the Bears this season. Like that, here's here's the thing for me. I think early on in this season, if you can rattle off two wins versus some of these teams that we think you're not supposed to beat, sure. and that always that happens. builds a momentum, right? Like to me, I, I Kansas City to me, I, I still That's have a as loss. a loss easily. But if you can get a win versus Denver, if you can get a win versus the Vikings, and you come out of your first six games four and two, yeah. Now, all of a sudden, everybody in that building's got a little more confidence, got a little more pep in their step, got a little more excited. Like, that's how the 2018 season yeah. sparked, right? now. And I think the most important one, I'm going to be honest with you, I said this with Courtney yesterday, the most important game for the Bears just is week one. If you win week one versus the Packers, Justin Fields' offense looks good. The offensive right. line looks good. I think that that is going to be something that could actually send this team in the right direction. 
something you can build on. Get a little confidence early. You're yeah. not playing Aaron Rodgers. No, they're not. Very, very winnable game. They've lost, what, eight, eight straight to the pack, right? I think it's eight straight. No. Have we lost eight yeah, straight? I can't even recall oh, how long right. it's Last been. time we won was 29, 2018. 2018. The last game of 2018. Long time ago. Long time ago. Long time ago. Long lost eight straight to the Packers. But you don't have to deal with Rodgers anymore. That's true. Which is a good thing. Their schedule is brutal. Yeah. Brutal. I mean, you see their first six games. They're favored in two of their first six games. Yeah. As of right that's now, a, that's 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 a that's a tough start to the season. Brutal. Like it's like, hey uh, guys, you, you didn't make this schedule with the mindset that Aaron Rodgers isn't here anymore. Hold on, it like, is. <laughs> they got a brutal stretch. So. Hey, as we get into the halftime segment here, man, anything you guys want to promote? Anything you guys got going on that the people should be looking out for? Uh, Carmen and I are going down to Kentucky next week. Or yeah, two weeks. From now. Two weeks. Two weeks yeah. from now, ten days, a little less, ten days, twelve days. What's going yeah. on down we'll in the Bourbon Trail, baby? Ooh, doing a live show wow. at Woodford Reserve. Okay, okay, I got people hitting us up on uh, social media, wanting to know, uh, you know, can anybody come? I was like, yeah, anybody can come. Woodford Reserve is open to the people. That's right. It's a beautiful visitor center. It's a really cool old distillery. Been there for two hundred years. Yeah. It's a beautiful part of Kentucky. And we're doing some stuff at Churchill Downs on Wednesday. Yeah, we are. With the we're taking some listeners. We got you, little... You're going to be riding on the horses. No again? chance. Gonna, nope. no. I've done that once already. Zero point zero percent. Is that chance. video still up? I stay somewhere. Still it's up? Uh, one no, person that has it. I not think. Up. I think one person has it. They didn't want the barristers to get a hold of it. <laughs> no. No, All right, let's move into the third quarter. Third quarter. So we've kind of talked about this team, right? Like what they what our expectations of them are in in this first 12 games kind of how we think they can finish the season should bears fans expectation be that the chicago bears are competing for a playoff spot should should that be our realistic expectation this season because for me right seven wins are you in the hunt all season sure but you're not realistically probably competing for a playoff spot but if you're talking about nine wins, if you're yeah, talking, then, yeah, now you're competing for a playoff spot. Should that be the expectation? Oh, man. Um, I'm not quite as bullish. So I think they're about a seven or eight win team tops. Uh, so if I'm wrong, that'd be awesome because then they will be competing for a playoff spot. Should it be their expectation? I don't know. If they get to seven or eight, to me, you would have taken a step in the right direction, especially if we see maturation and growth from Justin as a passer. Like yeah. Those are things I'll look back on. If, if if that happens, they win seven, they win eight, and Justin throws for 3,700 yards. Thank you. <laughs> then, then I'll say there was growth, and, yeah. and there was development, and they're getting better, and they feel better about him. Um, and to me, that I think you could walk away saying it was pretty successful. That yeah. That'd be kind of how I... I guess judge the season so if just, it went just, that just way. Just taking a step. You're you're, you're step more forward. so just take a step forward. Yeah. Understand what Justin Fields is. The yes. playoffs are what they are. Yes. Okay. What do you think, Eric? I, I, I they used to play t- uh, eight games in their own division. They only do six now. Yeah. But I still think that's a telltale sign for the way the season will go. So they play before the bye. They play four games. If they're three and one in those four games. Um, before they get to the bye, and I think they've got two games after that. The Lions, with Green are, Bay yeah. being the last Lions one, and then some right Bay, after. Yeah. yeah. So if if they can be three and one before that, then I think they're a playoff team. We'll be talking about the playoffs. Uh, if there's if they're two and uh, two and two, then you know that you're you're that eight win team that Carmen talks about. So I think the, how they play in the division, and you're going to have uh, you're going to have Green Bay early. 
And Minnesota's the next one that you have early. Uh, Minnesota's week six. Yep. Yes. And then the, the yes, Minnesota's Very next. Very spaced then, out for the division. Then the two Lions games. Right. Yeah. Well, they got two together uh, before the bye. They play both division games before Detroit, the bye. Minnesota. Detroit, and Minnesota, then they play Minnesota. one right after the bye. And Detroit Lions. again. Three right. Right. Three so if before the bye, they can get there and they can be three and one before the bye, then I'm feeling real good about their playoff chances. So the way they play in the division to me is important. Those count to me as double losses because you're winning and the other team in your division is losing, right? which is important. So we'll, we'll see how they do. I, I got them. I'm a little more rosy. Uh, Carmen's got them at seven, eight. I got them at nine, eight or 10. So I'm eight to 10. Right. Carmen seems like he's seven to nine, seven, seven to eight, seven or eight. I think. Yeah, you're right yeah. there. So I'm a little bit rosier than Carmen is. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm probably on Carmen's side, and maybe this is just. I think what this realistically is is here's the feeling I got. Legit, I saw the schedule and I said, we can win ten games. Like I actually can see ten games we can win, being logical and how I think things are going to fall. But the Bears fan in me is like uh, uh, the the line from um, Avengers is like, don't, don't what? Don't give me hope. <laughs> like, I feel like that's just how I feel about this team. It's not the negativity that sets it, it's not that I, I don't see where we can actually get 10 wins. It's that I just don't believe that they're going to go from a three win team to a 10 win team in one well, season. That's where I, I need to calm you then and tell you this was a seven win team last year. Yeah. That underperformed and only won three games. Right. So I think this is a seven win team that, if they perform better than expected, can become the ninth win team. It, so there you go. I, there it is right there. To me, I can look at that thing and give you seven losses. Yeah. And of those seven losses, they might be able to find a way to win two games. So, and, and I, that's. Right, so that's I, exactly how I feel as well. Like all of the law. Now the ones the in and, and I would still make them ten and seven though. I I said this even when I talked about right. We didn't know how the how the games lay out and, and if it was going to be favorable or not. The games that I'm pretty sure they're going to lose, I I I'll give them one Vikings game maybe, one Lions game maybe. But outside of that, the Chargers and Kansas City are my guaranteed losses this season. Those look like losses. You that, know the last time they won in New Orleans, 1991. Tough Car- place for the Car- Bears. Car- Car- bringing that, Car- bringing and, that, uh, and, that we, and, and Green Bay used to go down there and beat New Orleans all the time, yeah. even when they were better than us. Really? 93, we beat New Orleans. We used to go down there and have a party in New yeah. Orleans. Yeah. I think it's because Favre liked being back down close ah, to home. Yeah, I could ah, see that. So Favre liked to have himself a party down good there. Point. Yeah, Kansas City's a loss. That's the only one I know for sure. Chargers yeah, certainly Chargers a loss. I'm looking at it right now. Chargers a loss. On the road is where, if you're going to look like at Minnesota. Yeah. Okay, I could pen at Minnesota as a loss. Monday night game for Minnesota, too. Yeah. Maybe at Detroit, yeah. you could pen as a loss. You know, so, okay, there's my five, six losses that I have. But after that, I mean, the Falcons aren't any good. Cardinals aren't any good. And here's the wild Cleveland, thing. to me, is okay with a decent pass rush. You're yeah. playing at Cleveland. I went to a game, Cleveland, where Peanut Tillman was in coverage and gave up two touchdowns late. And the Bears found a way to lose a game in Cleveland that I went to with a bunch of the guys. Yeah. Both touchdowns scored in our end zone, both on just crappy fade patterns that the receiver came down with the ball. That that disgusted me a little bit, but that's He's the way it happens. It. <laughs> at Washington's winnable. That's not sure. a at Washington. Yeah, no, that, that, that's that's good, but that's, that's a, yeah, I, good that defense. pass rush is good. <laughs> but remember what the Bears did to them last year when they stunk. Yeah. And I think I think that's the thing too, right? Like I look at this, see, I, I do agree with you that. Right, if if we go into last season with Khalil Mack, with Akeem Hicks, with 
uh, uh, Robert Quinn. You've still got Roquan Smith on that defense. You're going to find a way to six or seven wins. I do believe that, especially with how many one-score games we lost. But is this talent now that much better than that team? I think maybe you're think back the, to par. I think the offensive talent's considerably better. Yeah. I hope I'm right about that. <laughs> it, it goes into what Justin's going to be able to do as well, yeah. right? Like that's I mean, the step that we need to see. He's got to take a step, but yeah. they did they did just about everything possible to, to eliminate excuses it. for him and yeah. right. to add and support him. I mean, they really did. They so. got a number one wide receiver. Yeah. They added another receiver at the fourth round. Yeah. Claypool obviously has to do something this year. They signed a tight end. That was right. terrible. They signed a guard. Yeah, Tanya, they they signed. Attack. I love right. Tanya. I'm not gonna right. Lie. So one, two, three, four, five. I mean, they've added five pieces out of say 14 pieces. Yes. Yeah. Because receivers count. Um, you know, when you go four wide receivers, they count a little bit too. So they've added five of 14 pieces to be able to address the offensive line. Yeah. You had four question marks across your defensive line. They addressed two of them. Now they signed other guys in free agency that aren't necessarily studs. DeMarcus They've upgraded Walker, the linebacking yeah. core, right? Well, that they did, but they upgraded a lot, but they also addressed the defensive line is what I asked them to do, and they did. Yeah. Somewhat with free agents with the journeymen that are going to be able to come in and be part of a rotation because you can't count on two rookies playing 100% of the downs, mm -hmm. but you can count on two rookies playing 40% of the downs. Which well, is not a problem. What I'll ask you is, is there a guy on this defensive line that makes life easier for the other lineman? Hmm. Uh, right, is there like a Reggie a, White here? No. It, it, well, not, not even that much, right? But is Demarcus no. Walker is a guy a, that makes the rookies' lives a little easier? Is right? Like, I don't know if we have that guy that's going to transition that defensive line and make things easier. Maybe, maybe well, it is listen, Javon Dexter. Aaron Donald maybe makes life is. easier for anybody else. For Leonard Floyd. Yeah. But who on the Minnesota, listen, who on the Minnesota uh, Vikings offensive line in the early 90s? Made life easier for who? And the offense. Did Dolman make life easier? Line. Yeah. Did Dolman make life easier for uh, John Randall? Or, or did Henry versa. Thomas yeah. make life easier for everybody else? Yeah. Did Randall do it for everybody else? Was it Roy Barker coming off the corner that made it easier for everybody else? So who made that line uh, better for anybody? No, they all helped each other. Yeah. All those guys were kind of uh, of equal. Dolman's well, two I of think, them are in the Hall of Fame. Them, bro. Hall, I I think, say. Right, I think Dolman's in the Hall of Fame. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But Henry Thomas didn't need anybody's help. Yeah, Henry Thomas wasn't relying upon John Randall so he could rush the pass. Or Henry yeah. Thomas he was his own guy. Just right. Roy Barker did what he did off the corner. It wasn't anybody helping. If you paid attention to one some one guy, the other guys were going to kill you. Yeah. So that's what you've got to get to. And yeah. yeah, boy, I didn't realize, you know, when you start talking about that. At the time, though, how good they were, they were Hall of Famers. At the time, they were just guys. Yeah, they became Hall of Famers later on. Your coach just convinced himself two more guys yeah. need to go into the hall right they now. Were, they were good, though. Yeah. But no, you, you go across other offensive defensive lines, and, yeah. you know, who was helping who? No, if you got studs out there, yeah. then did Charles help you help Leon Lett, or did Leon Lett help Charles Haley? Yeah. You know, oh. Russell Maryland was on that yeah. line. Chad Hennings was on that Charles line. Charles Haley helped. If everybody. you get four good, solid defensive linemen, guess what? You're going to be in pretty good shape. We yeah. don't know what the hell we have now. We know we 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 drafted them highly. Yeah. Now we're going to see what they're able to do when they come into the defense playing a penetrating one gap defense. So, Zach Pickens and and uh, Javon Dex linebackers are going to be huge. You got defensive backs now, and one of those defensive backs may have been drafted to replace Jalen Johnson. Yeah, oh yeah. Which one interception of Jalen Johnson's was <laughs> I, your favorite? I, I say the, the same one. thing. Which one? I the one. The one. Yeah, the only one. I say that the one. same thing. Well, I want twenty million a year. <laughs> I want twenty million a year for my one interception. I was trying to defend him last season. 
It was like, like I know against, against AJ Brown. I'm like, I'm like, listen, he didn't give up a touchdown. It's like he gave up 185 yards. I'm gonna teach you Croatian. You know what Lacano like no good night. Good night. Good night. That's when Jalen Johnson comes to the bargaining table this year. <laughs> Unless, you know, he performs. Yeah. Kyle Fuller performed. You talked about that Green Bay game in 2018. Yeah. Who got hit right in the chest in 2018 in Kyle that game? Could have could have brought in for seven. Could have won the game. Could have brought in for yeah. seven right there. That was yeah. the opener. It was 18, a three right? three. Yes. Yeah, you talked about it earlier. Oh no, that was the opener in nineteen. That was when they lost 19. ten to three. Yeah, right. Was that nineteen? That Where was, it hit him right in the chest, I and he dropped think the ball. So I think I so. They like to open the season. And they do. It might have been the opener, in and 18. it was in Green I Bay. I think that's eighteen I, because I, I think we actually could have we could have won the game. Off yeah, of it. No, I think three three at the time. It was, but I think it was the opener in eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. So he, I mean, he got overpaid. Jalen Johnson, of course he did. Yeah. He had the one year with seven interceptions and that fell off the face of the earth for him. Well, pace he had two interceptions in, on that cold day against uh, our guy that's in Detroit now, the quarterback. Golf. Yeah. Goff. He had two off of golf in that game that the that the, the Rams didn't want to be on the field. No. They didn't want to be here. No. Yeah. They wanted to be gone. Golf hates so we're we'll seeing. Listen, I'm not cheering against Jalen Johnson. I want players to get paid. Yeah. If you come out here and you have yourself a seven, eight interception year and a bunch of passes defense, then you know what? Paid that man. Yeah. Paid that man his money. Okay. <laughs> I've got no that? problem. You go little mafia. No, right he's there? going, he's going ring, it's uh, Teddy, uh, rounders. It's Teddy KGB. Teddy KGB, baby. Teddy KGB. Pay him. Pay the man. I got no problem paying the man. Oh, Beats man. Me. But Pay you got to perform. You got to perform on the field. If you're going to get paid, you got to perform. That's what I want. Boys, let's finish it out on this. Let's get to the fourth quarter. Quick segment here because I know y'all got a very important show. We here. do have an important <laughs> show. Fourth quarter. What are your plans for opening Packers weekend? You got to work. Yeah, so I'll be here. You'll be, you'll be working a little I'll bit. I'll be here, here with Bell's yeah. uh, My plans, well, especially because it's a later afternoon kick. I mean, it sets up nicely uh, that time of year to do a, a little grilling, a little smoking, have yeah. some have some uh, some friends over to the house. Weed, watch. Carm, smoke a little weed. <laughs> smoke a little weed. Smoking food. Oh, oh, oh. With I thought you were going cigars. Oh. I was going to at least give you cigars. Smoking a brisket or a pork shoulder. <laughs> you live in Illinois, kid. It's legal. What are you know, worried about? You know what are you I worried mean? about? Barbecue and a little smoking. Fire up the you. smoker. I got you. Uh, get some grub going. Watch the the noon kicks. Yeah. Uh, you know, have the two TV set up, watch some of the action, and then kick everybody out and watch the Bears game. That's <laughs> the way you do it. Watching like it solo, a you're no, solo. I, I, you give everybody like that spook. I like to watch solo normally, but uh, you know, if, if you invite a few of the buddies over, that that's cool. They can stay for the Bears. But you got to tell them to shut their mouth when yeah, the game's on. Shut up. Oh, don't talk when notes. the game's on. Shut up. Don't ask questions. I don't want to answer it. That's yeah. the way it's setting up for me anyway. That sounds perfect. Just What's the whiskey shut your mouth. That's a hard It'll question be a to answer now. Yeah. Oh, it's true. Yeah, it'll probably be bourbon. That's It'll true. But I think he means which opening game. Bourbon. Mictors. Yeah. Mictors birthday. Mictors, huh? You know, uh, Mictors. No, Carmen, let's go with First Woodford of all, that's Reserve. That's Old Forester's birthday. Hey. <laughs> Let's go with uh, Woodford Reserve. Little Woodford, oh, Reserve. Woodford yeah. Reserve. How about a little? Uh, how about Oak. another Brown Former practice? A little Old Forester uh, nineteen twenty sounds you good go. to me. You know, oh Prohibition. We could do a little Prohibition. Oh, it's got some kick to it. It's got some oomph. Perfect got, yeah. pairing with barbecue. Said about one twenty. What is that one? That one's got uh, some juice in it. It's like one fifteen. I think one fifteen yeah. proof. Yeah, Hello. Hello. How are you? Yeah, it's quite good. I got to kick with these guys on a football game. I'm a captain and coke. Captain and Coke, keeping and, it simple. By the way, the schedule does work out for the good kid this year. I just want you to know that. How so? How so? It, it's broken up for me this year. Instead uh -huh. of having 10 straight noon games right. to finish the season, right. it's broken yeah, up with true. some Thursday nighters, some Sunday nighters, you know, where you can go ahead and maybe schedule a little something. Uh, the Chargers play Sunday nights. So I could take my Vegas trip right before Halloween. 
play a little bit of golf like I did last year. Yeah. Take off Tuesday night. Get Look to Vegas you. on Tuesday night. Look at you. Carm, you want to come? We'll, we'll invite Maybe. you along. Maybe. Uh, what do you think? Maybe. I think we're going. I think we're taking the, the kids to Kansas City for Bears Chiefs. You're doing the Kansas oh, City? Oh, you're doing I Kansas I think we are. I think what Sylvia are three? already booked week three. Week three. It's a good huh? time to go to Kansas City. I thought about New Orleans. That's great. Well, New Orleans. Can't bring the kids to New Orleans. Though. No. That's not a kid's trip. Well, that's not a kid's I, yeah, trip. trip. I would just that's like a to guy's go. Trip, though. That's a guy's trip. I might I might do New Orleans. Good time We were talking about that last night. Which trip do we want to take? The men's club out of Southside, the Samurais. I think they're they're going to New Orleans for their their year trip. Good, good, good trip. Their good time of year. Trip. Yeah, first weekend of November. It's cool in New here. It's autumnal here, but it'll be nice there. It'll be beautiful in New Orleans. Absolutely, we're, they got a nice. We're casino. talking about football so early in the season, but it never dies. Never I love stops. it. The schedule's out, ladies and gentlemen. Let us know your predictions in the comments below. What you think this team is going to do? As always, it's your boy Pat, the designer, joined by Carmen Yurk. Of the Carmen and Yurko show, which they have to go do. So we got to get out of here. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Big Bird Don. Peace.